0: have this one thing. There's one thing.
1: Here's one thing I thought of.
0: There's just one more thing.
1: So there's one thing I really loved. So one thing
0: I always have this one thing. Hey everyone. welcome to our official third episode. We are super excited. Glenna, do you feel like a pro yet?
1: Almost. <laughs> We're like <laughs> halfway there.
0: Halfway there. Okay. So by episode six, you'll be all the way there. Definitely. Okay. Awesome. So this week we are talking about something super, super important. Something that will absolutely make or break your wedding. And it it is a tough topic and one that we're going to try and cram in. <laughs> that's a lot of
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of things that go into it. So the one thing this week that we're talking about is how to pick the right vendors because there are a million out there.
1: Yes, and a million different kinds of vendors to pick for your wedding.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's tough because it's not like there's going to be one vendor out there that's your soulmate. hmm glenna have you ever done research on something and come to find out even after all of your research it still wasn't what you wanted it to be
1: yes one thing that just instantly pops into my mind is so my husband and i go hiking and camping a lot and we have two dogs and we bring them And I'm constantly like looking, you know, through social media or online to find like, oh, where would be the greatest picture to like for landscape pictures or I'm obsessed with taking pictures of my dogs. And so I'll like find these amazing pictures online. I'm like, okay, this is our next destination trip. This is where we're going to go. And we get there. And I feel like I'm pretty good at spotting when something has been overly edited or overly photoshopped. You and, are a photographer, yes. so you should and, have an eye for that. <laughs> so sometimes we'll get to these places and I'm like, yeah, this is not <laughs> what it looks like. So if I want a really cool picture, I'm going to have to edit the crap out of this thing. And it just gets so disappointing because it's like I had this image in my mind of what it would be. And I was falsely advertised to.
0: <laughs> I have had a similar experience mine is tech related like a lot of things in my life are cuz <laughs>
1: that's, that's yes. what I do yes.
0: and i remember one of the first cameras i tried to research out for video when when i was was really getting into videoing and and i had like a couple of basic camcorders that i started with but i wanted to be able to do movement in my videos like oh, okay. that's always a big thing to yeah me. you know that's a big thing to me yes. i talk to you and charlie about it all the time
1: you bump into me all we- <laughs> the time
0: <laughs> true story and so for me i really wanted to find this camera that was you know with the stabilization system right. and everything that would help me to walk with the camera because That's such a big deal. Like, it it, it looks so much better. So I found this one camera that was a camera built into a stabilizer all-in-one system, and I was just like, this is awesome.
1: That sounds awesome. Right, it sounds
0: amazing. (laughs) Uh, Come to find out that it's was not a great camera. It was a great all-in-one system, but the camera drove me nuts. I used it for literally like two or three weddings, spent more money than my wife would care to know uh, on this camera, and after like two, three weddings, like, and just getting into the business, and so it's not like I had this like cash roll or anything going and just come to find out it was not anything near usable and had to take this hit on this camera and had to ditch the camera and get a brand new camera again but now it's like i get a new camera every six months or something it feels like don't brag or anything you know (laughs) so hopefully you don't get the same thing with your wedding vendors
1: yeah you only get one shot at your wedding and You
0: don't want buyers' remorse. Yes. <laughs> and and doing this as long as we have and you know, with the ego that I have, <laughs> it's not always easy to admit that we're not the best vendor for right. everyone out yeah. there. One of the first things that comes to mind when I think about we're sometimes not the best vendor is when it comes to our photography style. Mm. Our company photography style is kind of that uh, a little bit more on that lighter, brighter side, Right. Uh, you know, still getting your color in there and everything like that. But if that's not what you're looking for, we're obviously not the right vendor. Exactly.
1: For you. And I remember at our last wedding show we did, we had a, a bride and groom come up to our table and they were looking through our, our stuff and they were like, oh, I really like it. But we were really picturing like the dark and moody look for our wedding, and we're like, that's fine. We know a great person, and we sent them to his booth. And like, I have no problem doing that because I don't, I don't want our clients to be disappointed with their pictures or absolutely not. Like, that's not my style. That's not what I want to show my friends.
0: So style is one thing that is super important. That's going to. Definitely help you decide one way or the other finding the right vendor for you. Yep. What's something else on your handy list there, Glenn?
1: Um, I mean, I I feel like the first thing people look at is pricing. Are they in your budget? Are you gonna shell out too much for someone or not enough? But I, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not. Yeah. I'm. I remember for my wedding, my photography was the number one thing. I was like, that is the most thing I'm gonna spend money on. And so we set a budget price for a photographer. And there was some that I loved, but they were out of our price range. And it was just like, I can't, I don't want to take a loan out for my
0: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and, so. and some people, yeah, don't want to take a loan out. Some people are like, well, this is my wedding, yeah. and I'm gonna go to the wall. We do have couples that have said like, oh yeah, we've taken a loan out because we want to do this right. Yeah. Some couples need to, some don't, some work with the budget, some have different size budgets, but just like your style preference is going to be your budget as well. Yeah. And that's going to set a, a huge precedent on who you're going to be able to hire and who you're not.
1: Exactly. And I think that's like a really good place for brides and grooms to start looking is know what you can afford or what you're willing to pay out and start your search from there. And a lot of times, you know, like different vendors don't necessarily have their prices on their website, like just full out. Sometimes you have to email them, but you can still ask, you know, there's no harm in asking, hey, I'm getting married. What is your cost? How much would this cost me? And go from there.
0: Absolutely. Now, one of the big things that drives me crazy sometimes is is these couples that say, hey, I'm on a tight budget. Can you recommend a photographer? Well, what what is your budget? Like, what is a tight budget? Because tight budget to someone could be $500. Tight budget to someone else could be $3,000. Exactly.
1: That drives me crazy. You're getting married. You're going to spend money. It's okay to talk about exact numbers. It's Absolutely. Saying budget, Like you said, it could be one thing from one person to another.
0: Well, and and to be completely honest, as a vendor, from the vendor perspective, I want to know what your budget is. If you come up to me and say, hey, I budgeted out $1,500 for my photographer, okay, well, that's probably not going to be us. Yeah. But... You know, thank you for letting me know upfront. Like, it, you don't have to be secretive that when you say I'm on a budget and not tell people what that budget is. Vendors want to know and they appreciate that. And they want to be able to help where they can. Exactly. With, with that budget. And
1: sometimes they know somebody that is in your budget. Maybe they'll send you their way and you'll find somebody else to go with for that.
0: Now, when it comes to budget, here is the biggest thing, because obviously, if a photographer is charging $1,000, there's going to be a reason why. Yes. And so, when it comes to your budget and your pricing, it's crazy when I talk to couples when they're interested in booking, possibly, and they want to know our prices, and they say, well, I talked to a different photographer who's half your price. Great. <laughs> they are probably half my experience
1: exactly and they probably didn't have the training that we had they haven't gone the extra mile and continued their learning and continue practicing what they're doing
0: absolutely versus you know someone who is six thousand dollars for you know their package mm-hmm. they're gonna be oh probably a whole lot more experienced than yeah. than we are and so that is the important factor to remember when you are setting a budget for your wedding, you are going to find that the number one thing, or because I've also had this question posed to me from couples as well, is is well, if you're more expensive or you're less expensive, why? Yes. Experience. Yep. A vendor's experience dictates their price. Yeah. And how much they charge. And a vendor with more experience is going to charge more, or at least they should. They'd be crazy if they didn't,
1: right? Yeah, maybe they like won the lottery and they're just doing it for fun now or something.
0: I mean, I remember the very first few weddings that I ever DJed and charged for, and I was a bad DJ compared to what <laughs> whoa, I am whoa, now.
1: Whoa. You're admitting something I, like I this. I know. I know.
0: It's crazy. When I first started, I was not a natural that I am today. <laughs> and my prices showed it however though right. you know i charged i remember i charged once like $250 for a like 6 hour package the difference though was was my experience level yeah. and and so keep that in mind when you are setting a budget for yourself and you know staying within a budget and if you're finding that the quality of photographer is not there within that budget range then it's time to revisit your budget or you're gonna have to be okay with, with what your budget is. And there's, there's gonna be quality photographers out there within every person's budget. However, uh, there, there are gonna be differences as well though. What's up next on the list?
1: Will you be able to meet with the actual vendor that will be doing your wedding? And the reason I say this to people is because my own experience looking for a wedding photographer, I found this website and I lived in Ohio at the time and it was like, it said something like Ohio's best wedding photographer on a budget. (laughs) On a budget. My wedding was very DIY and their photos looked amazing. I was just like, this is too good to be true. This is awesome. We set up a meeting with the person and The website made it sound like it was one person and she had a second shooter that sometimes differed. And so we set up this meeting and we meet her. And of course, I'm already a little judgy on photos because (laughs) I am a photographer as well. And so she's like showing me photos from a book and it was the photos from the website. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And she was asking about our venue and stuff like that. And we were getting married in a barn. So it was gonna be a little bit darker. And I asked her like, are you comfortable with using flash? And she goes, I'm an all natural light photographer.
0: And I looked at
1: her pictures and I said, well, these are using flash. Oh, well that was from a different photographer that is with our company. And I was like, well, can I see your photos? Well, I don't have any to show you right now.
0: Oh, that's, and that's run away. I,
1: yeah, I literally was just like, okay, well, thanks for your time. Um, we got to get going. And I just, I ended it. We met with the person that would have been our photographer, but she was not showing us her, her photos. And I was just like, that's a scam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and that totally leads into something else that's so important it's a question that we got asked a lot at this last bridal show. Yeah. And I've never gotten asked it before, but like I had no problem answering it, but we would have couples ask us, okay, how do we find a good photographer? And I just want to be like, well, us. (laughs) Just (laughs) stop looking. Easy
1: answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Need I say more? But something that was so important is you want to find someone who has lots of different weddings to show you. Yeah. And someone who says... I mean, first of all, no wedding photographer should ever admit out loud that they're a natural light photographer <laughs> <laughs> uh, guess what my iPhone's a natural light photographer yeah. like you know so so shooting in natural light is i i, I should I, I it's not easy, but it's much easier than a flash yeah and and trying to manufacture good light, you know even for video like I did not have great video indoor until I invested and learned about a great lighting system. Right. And and it's the same thing for photography. So when couples have asked us, hey, what's the number one thing that we should look for when booking a photographer? The reception photos. Yep. That's our that's our go-to thing. It's you have so many people out there who start off with like portrait photography and mm-hmm. they know you want to utilize golden hour, which is the last hour before sunset or the first hour after sunrise and using that natural lighting and that golden hour is great to shoot in. It it's yeah. when we shoot all of our couples portraits, everything like that, we that golden hour is is what you want to use. But when it comes to a wedding, only half your wedding, even if half your wedding takes place outside, at least half your wedding, if not more than half your wedding takes place inside in, yeah. in low light after dark with a lot of times yellow lights from venues uh. <laughs> <from laughs> uh, and, and knowing how to use a flash and use it well or for video using video lights and using them well is not something that rookies know how to do.
1: Yeah, that that will definitely make or break your choice in a wedding photographer.
0: Absolutely, so if you visit, we keep talking about photography, but if you visit a photography's page and all they have posted is golden hour, sunset photos, and nothing else, that would be a red flag for me. Yeah. But then if you ask them to see their reception photos and they do not have any to show you, then I would never book a photographer or videographer without seeing things from their reception.
1: Yeah, I would always always ask, "Can I see a full wedding album from you?"
0: Good point. Yep, full wedding album from start to finish. Yeah. And multiple. Yes. Multiple. And then going along the same lines of meeting with your vendors. And this, I think, is more important than anything with a DJ. Because a lot of times with a photographer, you can see their work, like we talked about. Hey, I want to see albums. I want to see albums. With DJs, it's not the same way.
1: You can't go crash a wedding and be like, (laughs) I'm just checking out this DJ. We might book him. (laughs) Dude,
0: back in the day when I was charging... $250 Two hundred and fifty dollars for a wedding. <laughs> I would get that question from people that would call me up, be like, "I want to come see you in action." And Are you I'd be serious? Like, oh yes, and and I'd be like, "I I don't feel comfortable inviting you to someone else's wedding." No. And I would have multiple people be like, "Well, I can't hire you then." I'd be like,
1: "Okay, okay. <laughs>
0: you sound crazy anyway."
1: <laughs> they just why wanted a free think, date night.
0: Why would you think I can invite you to someone else's wedding? <laughs> but. Meeting with someone is so important because even if the quality of work is fantastic, when it comes to like a photographer and videographer, they are with you from before the start of your ceremony till the end of the day most you of the time. You see them
1: more than your significant other on your wedding day. Because one, one of them will always be with you at yep. s- the whole time.
0: And your significant other is not getting ready, typically, in the same room as you. Correct. Yeah, you're totally right. You're with your photographer, videographer sometimes more than your significant other. Mm-hmm. Like it's important to have a relationship. And we had a wedding recently where We did not meet with our couple. You were on this wedding with us. Oh, yep. We did not meet with this couple before their wedding. And it totally affected our relationship, I felt like, day of the wedding.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Like, they were an awesome couple, but we just didn't get that bond that we have with most of our couples when we meet with them because- you know, we'll we'll meet with them, we'll talk to them on the phone multiple times, and then day of, you go into the room knowing exactly who they are, what they look like, they know you, and yeah, this particular couple, we were just like, okay, which one of you is the groom? And it was the one that answered the door, and <laughs> I felt really stupid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's awkward and and they were just, they were a super chill couple, yeah. super relaxed and, and they just didn't really care to meet us before the wedding. It yeah. just didn't really work out, but it is not something that we recommend. We always push to try and meet with a couple face to face before the wedding because we do want a personal relationship with them. Yeah because we want to have fun with you. Yeah. and We
1: want you to feel comfortable when we're being a paparazzi team for like 12 <laughs> hours of your day. right?
0: And it's the thing that we always joke about is how much we make a couple kiss, even oh, yeah. on their wedding day, when we're taking their photos, when we're doing video, and we're like, okay, now kiss. Okay, now kiss. Yeah. Okay, now kiss. Go
1: ahead and make out for us. <laughs> we're going to just <laughs> be right here.
0: And so it's, to me, that would be awkward to do that with someone who you've never met until the day of your wedding. Yeah. That is definitely something that that we strongly suggest. Like, even if they're in your budget, even if they're the type of style you want, even if they have a great portfolio, if you don't have a great connection with them, like, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I've had couples that, because we have three DJs that work in our company, and I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, Not that you're
1: old or anything.
0: I'm starting to feel that way. (laughs) But even as long as I've been doing this for, I'm still not the right personality for everyone out there. You know, and and I even had a couple recently who chatted with me over the phone and then they told a wedding coordinator that we work with a lot that they didn't really like my vibe. Oh, okay. And and I was just kind of like, okay, like, That's cool. Like, I understand. Like, I'm not the right DJ for everyone. And then, luckily, they were at a meeting with that coordinator when one of our other DJs was there as well. And so he chatted with them for a few minutes, and they were like, We love him like yeah. we want him to be our DJ and I even ch- when I was chatting on the phone with him I even said like hey I think this is the DJ for you like yeah. I think this DJ of ours is, is going to be the best match for your personality but they didn't like my personality and they wouldn't even set up a meeting with him because they didn't vibe with me and luckily oh. and, and and I don't know what I did to offend them <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: maybe one year that's what she said
0: I reserve those for (laughs) uh, just us. But I understand that I'm not the right personality for everyone. Yeah. uh, Even though I think I'm pretty awesome. (laughs) so so definitely having the right vibe is something that is is so important because Mm -hmm. you're going to be working with these people all day long on the day of your wedding and i can't tell you how many times i've heard about photographers i've had couples who basically on the dj and they get turned over to me once the reception starts and i always tell them all right i'm the boss now photographer has to do what i say (laughs) (laughs) i had a bride once who was literally like about to break down into tears because of like how crazy their photographer was driving them. Oh, I just want to like die. Like yeah. I, I just felt so awful that you know. Okay, now I have to take over from here, and uh-huh. and you're not in the great mood when I'm trying to amp everybody up for your party now, and mm. uh, definitely their vibe is is so important, making sure that you have a connection with with your vendor.
1: Yeah, definitely. One of the other things to look at could be reviews from their website google the not maybe facebook <laughs> like, <trying laughs> i mean there are the so many places that um, you can
0: get reviews from and i mean it's it's a good and bad thing as a company but yeah. but from a client perspective like Companies can't hide. Like there's so many reviews out there mm-hmm. and places to leave reviews, but definitely the big ones I can tell you is going to be websites like Wedding Wire and the Knot. Like yeah. you said, uh, Facebook is kind of big. They have some there on Facebook, but Google would, yeah, would be Google, the other big. Because you one.
1: can't delete the bad ones on <laughs> Google.
0: <laughs> Wedding Wire and the Knot is great because only people that have booked you can leave you reviews on weddingwire and the knot. So those are those are great places to get reviews. And again, it it goes back to like the same principle as wedding albums. If mm-hmm. your photographer doesn't have multiple wedding albums to show you, that's not a good sign. If a site like WeddingWire and The Knot and Google, if there's not like double digit reviews, <laughs> they're probably a little bit newer.
1: Yeah, uh, not that is, that's bad. No, not but... that
0: that's bad or anything, but it's definitely something though that a larger number of reviews obviously dictates, again, a lot more experience. Right, yeah. So. All right. Well, hopefully that helps you guys out when it comes to trying to find the best vendor for you. Again, if you guys have any other questions about this episode, reach out to us, let us know. Again, if there's any topics, anything like that, that you want us to consider for an episode, let us know. And we are happy to help out with whatever we can. The One Thing is a wedding podcast hosted by Taylor Cotter and Glenna Kepnick of Save This Memory. We are produced by Charlie Levitt and Taylor Cotter. If you are looking for photography, videography, DJs, photo booths, dance floors, and more, you can visit us online at www.savethismemory.com or on Instagram at Save This Memory.